Hi, welcome to Ottawa Church of Christ. Today I want to go back to kindergarten. Remember when the, the teachers used to teach us to follow the, the numbers and, and connect the dots? Well, it was something that was very important for us to pick up on. It's not just a kindergarten lesson. Because as we get older, we find lessons like this that we need to look at. And that is to connect the dots. And each one of these dots could represent relationships, information. And what we need to learn to do is learn to connect the dots to see a bigger picture to bring that information into a useful format that we can uh, use. Today we're going to do the same with the scriptures. And the word we're going to use is the word must. What I want to do is to find where the word is used in the New Testament and then connect some of the dots to see what the bigger picture uh, forms that we can use in our future walk with God. The word must comes from the Greek word day, and it means it's necessary, it's absolute, ought to do it. You've got to accomplish these things. Jesus must be about his father's business. Jesus must preach the gospel. Jesus said all scripture must be fulfilled. So we see that our Lord and Savior, he had things that he needed to accomplish himself. In Luke chapter 9 verse 22, it's rather interesting because Jesus says the Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and raised on the third day. So we see he must suffer, he must die, and then he must be raised upon the third day. There was things that Jesus had to do. But what about us? Are there things that we must do? Well, in the, in the following verse, Jesus puts it like this. If anyone wishes to come after me, he must. He must deny himself, take up his cross daily, and follow me. So we need to make the connection here. As Jesus suffered, we deny ourselves, we suffer. As Jesus died, we take up our cross, we die. As Jesus was raised, we follow him and follow him on the spiritual level and not on a physical level. So there's things that we ourselves must do. Let's take a look at denying ourselves. In John chapter 3, verse 7, it says, Do not be amazed that I said to you, Jesus says this, you must be born again. Well, this born again means begotten from above, begotten by God. How? Well, in John 3, 5, it says you have to be begotten by water and the spirit. Water is the word of God. As we saw in John chapter 2, he transfer, transforms the water into wine. To the woman at the well, you must... Uh, Take this living water which I give you, which will be a wellspring inside of yourself. So the water, the word of God, with the Holy Spirit, convicts us, and you must be convicted. You must be born again before you can enter into the kingdom of heaven. It's an absolute. Peter says to the, and the apostles, answered the Sanhedrin, we must obey God rather than men. So what's Peter saying? It's an absolute that we have to do this. You have to learn to deny yourself because once you're born again, you realize that God has called us to a higher level. So we need to learn to deny ourselves. And in denying ourselves, we suffer because we like to do the sinful things. Sin is not a horrible thing. It's a pleasurable thing, but it goes away from God. And that's why Peter says you got to, you must obey God. And then again in Acts 14, 22, through many tribulations, we must enter into the kingdom of God. These tribulations aren't people beating us up or things. These tribulations are ours. It's us having to let go of things we enjoy, which go against God's word. 
And it's through these tribulations that we must accomplish before we can enter into the kingdom of, of, of God. The next thing we need to look up is taking up our cross. In Acts chapter 9, Jesus says, uh, to, Jesus says to Paul, get up and enter into the city and it will be told to you what you must do. So a little bit later on in the, ver in the, in the same chapter, in verse 18, Paul got up and was baptized. Now a lot of people say baptism is not essential. But what Jesus is saying to Paul is, it'll be told what you must do. But isn't that a work of man, me being baptized? Absolutely not. It's a response to the gospel. It's a response to what God has called us to do. Okay? Um, Cornelius, he was told that uh, Peter was lodging with uh, Simon a tanner. And he will tell you what you must do. Now, this verse here, this, this last section, is only found in the King James. You won't find it in the New American Standard. But I wanted to put it anyway, in here anyways because it says, what you must do. And Peter ordered them to be baptized at the end of that same chapter. So there are things that we must do for salvation. And then the, the Philippian uh, jailer, he brought them out and he said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? Believe in the Lord Jesus, and he was baptized. Now, this is something you need to get a hold of. Faith without works is dead, James chapter 2. Okay? So faith needs a response. Without a response, you really don't believe. So believe and be baptized, that is his faith, and that is his response. If I go into the room and say fire and scream fire, the building's on fire, those who believe will be the ones that leave. They have a response. Those who do not believe do not leave, and they burn. It's a response. Belief, faith has a response, and that's what we must do. Is there something we must do for our salvation? Absolutely. This is how we die to ourselves. And then the third one is we must follow him. Jesus was resurrected into the spiritual. God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. The spiritual, you may think you're in a church building, but when you worship God, you elevate yourself into his realm. He allows us to enter his throne room in, in, in order to worship in, with him and to commune with him. He's not coming down, per se, as much as we are going up, worshiping in spirit, in the spiritual realm, and in truth using the scriptures. But you must be doing this. And then um, Paul saying, the, the Lord's servant must not be quarrelsome, but be kind to all. What's he saying to Timothy? You've got to stay on that spiritual level. If you're um, talking with people, you can't let what they say to you, be you can't respond to what they say to you through the physical person that you are, the fleshly. You've got to look at it from a spiritual. You can't be quarrelsome, but you've got to teach, patient when wrong. You've got to have that attitude. Um, and then the third one, Hebrews 11:6, without faith it's impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is, and he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. You truly got to believe that God's going to bless you with wisdom as you diligently seek him. And that's an absolute. It's a must. Jesus must do some things. We must do some things. And, and that's the interesting thing about this word. Now, one more I'd like to pull in here. Romans chapter 6. 
doesn't have the word must, but it blends all three together where he says, what shall we say then, brethren? Are we to continue in sin so that grace may increase? May it never be. How shall we who died to sin still live in it? What's Paul saying? Well, we've got to deny ourselves. We've got to die, die to sin. This is suffering. Okay? And then, continuing on, Paul says in this same scripture, or do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ have been buried, baptized into his death? Therefore, we have been buried with him through baptism into death. So Paul's saying this is how we die to ourselves, by taking up our cross, by going down into the waters of baptism where we come in contact with the blood of Christ. And we need to die every day. Not that we get baptized every day, but when we wake up every day, we need to remember that we buried that old man and he needs to stay buried. Because he finishes it off by saying, so that as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. That's that spiritual realm that we walk in, and that's how we follow Jesus. And so Paul blends all three of these things together. So as much as Jesus had things that he must accomplish, suffer, die, and be raised, we ourselves need to learn to deny ourselves, take up our cross, and follow him. And these are a must for any Christian to be able to make it through to salvation. All we're talking about is what? Connecting the dots. Thank you for watching.